Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. It's the end of March. As we promised today, if this episode is only women. I'm talking nothing about the women. The guys can go kick rocks for a week because they've because this is the end of Women's History Month and everything. So we have two amazing interviews today and everything. And we're starting off with uh, this. She has killer in her name. So, you know, she's got some some tricks up her arsenal. She has currently has two titles under her belt. WCWA, TASW Women's Champion, Killer Kate. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm glad to be here. I'm so excited. I, I love podcasts. So, I love them so much. I love listening to them. I love being on them. Oh, that, that I mean, that's awesome. Thank you for taking the time because I know I know you said uh, one of your promotions uh, sprung a, a fundraiser on you today, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're doing a fundraising event uh, for the uh, Tampa stuff. So they're just like, oh, we're doing this today. Surprise. And I was like, oh, well, I have a podcast. I'm going to do this podcast real quick. So. not a problem we definitely appreciate you taking the time and everything all righty all right kayla okay um how did you get into wrestling as a fan oh as a fan um actually uh, not like a lot of people or i guess i've I've heard a lot of people got into it as a kid and stuff like that i actually didn't get into it until i was a teenager um just sifting through the channels and stuff like that i didn't come from a wrestling family none of my family was into wrestling of course they've heard of it and stuff like that but I, I was just like mesmerized by the like athleticism like the, the entertainment like it was just a combination of like best of both worlds like I, I loved mm-hmm. like uh you know that that fighting style and stuff like that and, and being entertained by it you know it was it was just awesome um so kind of once I got that I, I was hooked from that moment um got into it as a fan from from watching WWE and stuff like that really got into kind of like the, you know, that was the early age of uh, the internet and stuff like that. So it was like the independents were kind of popping off with like Ring of Honor, CZW and Shimmer and stuff like that. Really got into those. And also on a, a local level, you know, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, going to indie shows and stuff like that, I think really, really made me love it getting to see it up close and personal. So yeah. <laughs> totally cool. This next one kind of ties into that a little bit. Um, what was that moment that happened that you realized, hey, I want to be the wrestler as, you know, myself? What was that moment that got you into actually want to pursue uh, your career? I feel like it, it was going to like the, the independent shows because like, you know, when you see like the um, wrestling on the TV, it it seems so extravagant, you know, so, so, so far away is maybe the best way I can phrase it where it, it seems like it's, it's an impossible thing to to dream of and stuff like that but when I saw it on an independent level I was like well maybe you know like like these are you know people that are here you know and stuff like that like maybe it is possible to to achieve that dream and follow that dream you know you start here and stuff like that so I I think getting to see it up close in person really made me like have that disconnect of like oh it's it's not something you just see on tv it's a reality you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think that's Mm -hmm. what I love about like the independent circuits and the indie you know it's like I don't know they is that charisma they know it's like energy and I think that's what I love like you know since we've always been you know putting the spotlight on the indies you know I'm actually you know digging deeper into these independent circuits like Mm -hmm. 
cats, you know, with going to Mission Pro Wrestling, you know, it's really got me, you know, want to watch some of their matches. It's just like, it's like, wow, won't these wrestlers, you know, go jump in the WWE sometimes and AEW and all that, you know, because it, yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's exciting, you know, to see some of these independent circuits and stuff. It's like, yeah, wow. people before they become, you know, famous and stuff like that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's cool to follow their journey and everything like that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, Dolly. All right, so you started in around the teenage years. Um, uh, I'm the one that actually started as, like, a five-year-old. So I, so they, they, they know my stories and all that stuff. But we all have our idols. For me, it's Becky. I know Natalia is for Kayla. Keith Lee is right now Cats. Um, what idols were... Uh, that inspired you throughout the years in the wrestling business? Um, I, I always say like the big one on screen was always uh, Randy Orton for me. I was a big Randy Orton fan. Like, I don't know, just something some about like the style that he worked and like the very methodical stuff like that. I was always a big fan of um, on the independent scene. I was a big fan of uh, Brian Danielson and Mercedes Martinez. Those are my two, like my, my indie darlings. Uh, <laughs> and then I would also want to add, um, ember moon i've always like she was one of the ones who i got to see before she became famous um on that indie scale and stuff like that so just to see her success now is so awesome she's always been one of my idols and also doesn't hurt that she's from dallas too so yeah yeah i I actually uh (laughs) i get to train at her school now so it's kind of like a weird full circle like um moment where it's like uh i don't know it's just it's really cool to to get to have that full circle thing awesome i've actually met both randy and ember so they're actually and randy is a uh self-proclaimed asshole like he comes out and says it but like dude was nice he respects the fans like even when he's not in like heel character or not in heel Mm -hmm. character like you know he just respects the fans because he knows his roots and ember was just a total sweetheart as well um so you just did a recent match, what, what was it, in December with Mission Pro Cat? Yeah. Okay, so um, we always ask about craziest matches, and I, I didn't get a chance to see that match, but uh, what would be some of your crazier matches that you've put on? There's been a couple. I, I've honestly been in a lot of stipulations. I've been in a cage match, no DQ, a lumberjack, um, submission match. But the craziest one is kind of early in my career. <laughs> where it, it wasn't really a stipulation, but um, the whole theme of the show was kind of like dojo wars. So it was um, my Academy DFW All Pro versus a hybrid, which is down in San Antonio. Uh, and there was this moment because, you know, dojo wars that me and my opponent like pulled out lightsabers <laughs> uh, for this match because it was kind of that Star Wars feel. So um, yeah, it was, it was a little hokey, but that's kind of probably the craziest thing that happened in a match of mine. <laughs> That's the second person that's pulled out lightsabers. That really? talked to. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Solo Darling, didn't she? Didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, that's rad. That is cool. Hey, they're going to start having um, lightsabers underneath the ring now. I know. Like, yeah, right. Got all these other things under there. Why not? You know. Well, actually, if they get the well-built ones that cost about five to six hundred dollars a pop, yeah, they could. Yeah. Yeah, um, we, they were the nicer ones too, because um, the one of the referees uh, was a, is a big Star Wars fan, so he had some of the more the nicer yeah. replica ones. So it, 
He probably got it from like a Comic Con or something like that. Yeah, exactly. He's probably cringing every time (laughs) it gets hit. Like, don't hurt my baby. (laughs) I know many Star Wars fans. I have friends that are in the 501st Legion, and like they are like very, very specific when it comes to their toys, when it comes to Star Wars. And when I say toys, I mean their blasters, their sabers, and all that stuff. Yeah, like they are just badass. So you were uh, talking about like Ember and Mercedes Martinez as some of your idols. Um, what would be one of your dream matches and a tag team partner of your choice? You know, uh, um, I would say those are two definitely in my in my dream matches right there. I got really close to getting to wrestle Mercedes like one time uh, before she went to NXT, but it just unfortunately didn't happen. But uh, definitely them, and then another one that I want to happen now that she's a uh, on her retirement tour is, is jazz. I've actually jazz. never gotten to wrestle her, but got to train under her a couple times and stuff like that. But even if it's a tag match, what, whatever, I just want to wrestle her in some kind of situation. So <laughs> That's cool. Definitely. Oh yeah. She's <laughs> just so awesome. All right, so, oh no. Yeah. It's like, because it's like, uh, I know she was there at a mission, pre- uh, yeah. running back in December and everything. So I got to talk to her for like a split second and everything. Still trying to work on getting her on this podcast. Hasn't happened yet. I'm still working on it. But um, yeah, no, but definitely. Up. Okay, so piggyback off, piggyback off learning from her and everything. So like I said, first time I, um, first time I saw you wrestle was in December at Mission Plus Run It Back when you went up against Miranda Gordy. And we, when I saw you walk into the ring, I, like, I love your persona, the little badass and everything like that. And then I know that, um, I know that you, uh, studied a little bit at the uh dog pound dojo that uh that uh that uh, thunder rosa and jazz uh run and stuff like that so tell me what tell me what it's been like kind of like working with them like learning from them just gaining all their knowledge and experience and stuff like that oh it's awesome like honestly like they're they're two like some of the nicest people like i've met and stuff like that uh um, Jazz, I first kind of met her kind of when she was coming and doing some of the um, shows, like the women's shows that we had up in this area and uh, just mm-hmm. getting to learn from her and then getting to go to the, the Dog Pound Dojo and learn from like her and Rodney for some of the women's seminars that they've been doing and stuff like that were just so useful because, you know, so so often you'll find yourself maybe like in a, a seminar or in a training and there's one other woman, like one other girl or maybe two, you and another person, you know, but mm-hmm. to have like a whole class of people, which is really cool to kind of bounce ideas off of and stuff like that. And then uh, Thunder Rosa, I've known her for a little while. Um, she was doing, you know, a bunch of seminars at a promotion she previously ran mm-hmm. and just getting to to learn from her is also amazing because she just has like a love for this business that's kind of unmatched. And uh, she's been, definitely been an inspiration to me in the fact that like, um, I used to train MMA and stuff like that, uh, really into that scene and to see what she did kind of just went out there and was like, I'm going to go have this fight. Basically, it kind of like was mm-hmm. like, oh, and she went out there and she like killed it. Like, you know, she didn't she didn't take the home the, the victory, but she proved that she belonged in there. And just just to have those two women in this area is just such a blessing, you know, because previously the whole um, Texas indie scene, I remember when it used to be the two same women kind of wrestling all over the state of Texas. And now there's just a, a plethora of talented women up here and to have them kind of oh, lead that yeah. charge is great. Oh, definitely. And it's like kind of picking back off what uh, Kayla said earlier and everything is just like, since we've been doing this podcast, it's like, we've gotten like to know more and more about the NDC 
talking to like from people all over. And then of course I've been to a couple of shows now and stuff like that. So it's just like, it's a whole other world. And it's just like, yeah, you've seen some of the people like on TV, like saying, well, we used to wrestle like gyms and arenas and stuff like that. And, but it's just like, it's the gyms and arenas that like get, get the passion going for the business and everything. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, so it's like, even if you don't, even if like, if people who don't make it up to like NXT or AEW or anything like that, it's like, they still out there, like living their dream every single day. And because they have like such a love for this business. Yeah, exactly. Or, or even if you've never heard of them, they've helped some of those people along on their journey and were, you know, such vital, you know, intricate parts of like their rise to that. So it's just awesome. Oh, def- so, yeah, definitely. Okay. So another kind of difference between one of the things on the indie scene and everything is like everyone kind of has to help out with the show itself, getting set up and everything. I want to read, you have a tweet pinned to your profile page and it's like I, I kind of like it took me in a little bit and everything so I definitely wanted to ask you about this it said taking a chance on myself I'll be in Tampa mania week I don't have much plan besides helping however I can contribute to events and eating delicious tacos but I'm always down to step in the ring and tap someone out so um by the way delicious tacos outside of Texas come on come on <laughs> I know I know it'd be kind of hard to find but I, I want to throw a little bit of a I don't know humor in there just to just to get a little bit of my personality so if people didn't know who I was you know kind of just show uh, that, that's definitely a good one but I saw that and I was like come on we live in Texas girlfriend I, I know it, <laughs> anyway. it's gonna be hard to find but <laughs> all right now but getting back to the tweet and everything because it's like when I saw when I was leaving Mission Pro and everything I saw you like actually on the ring like helping like take to uh, help and take the ring down and everything so it's like um so tell me a little bit more about like the backstage like behind like the indie events like helping out like getting things set up taken down just like give a can you give us a little bit of perspective about that yeah um so like it depends on the place some places will you know have ring crews that help out some places especially like mission pro they have an awesome ring crew but they they also all the women kind of help out there and stuff like that um so kind of just depends on on the the setup and stuff like that but to me it's it's always important to if you can help out in some of those moments especially with teardown you know you're not doing anything mm-hmm. it's harder it's harder before the show sometimes but just because you know these people are, are doing so much to help with the production of the event and everything like that if you can help carry you know some boards or or you know plug in some things or carry some speakers or whatever can happen to help out the event is just you know, we can get things done faster. We can, you know, we leave it, leave faster at the end of the event and stuff like that. Just, it's just a level of professionalism of like, if, if you can do it, then do it. I know some people, you know, they got to go to the, the next show or catch their flight. Completely understand that, but it's just a way to, to show your face and to network and stuff like that. Totally awesome. Okay. No, I can, I can definitely respect that and everything, especially, yeah. I mean, especially it's like, after you get done wrestling and everything, it's just like help just kind of tear up and clean down and clean up and stuff like that so i can totally respect that so your your main intention for going to Ma- uh, tampa mania week was just to help out and everything and now you find yourself booked for you got booked for two events yeah it, it's kind of crazy because i i honestly was inspired by a lot of people who in the past had you know put out some tweets i know cole raddick was one that i, I saw a couple maybe two years ago or something where he was just like i'm going to mania like I'm just gonna try my best whatever you guys need and so i was like well 
why don't I, I'm not doing anything around that time. Why don't I, I tried the same thing. Just even if like my, my greatest expectation was I was just hoping to pick up a, a board or just help pick up a, you know, a ring or something like that. That was like the dream right there. And, and now through the help of, um, you know, people sharing my posts and stuff like that, um, I've able to, you know, be on two shows and stuff like that. And it, it meant a lot to me that people who maybe I just met pass, passing by or acquaintances mm-hmm. and stuff like that shared that post and, and kind of vouched for me. Just, it, it meant a lot that I made that kind of impression that they, on them and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm on two events. They're, they're both on Friday, April 9th. Um, one's at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, GCW uh, Florida best in class. And the other one's at 4 PM, which is actually a crazy story. It's, it's my uh, academy up here in Dallas, DFW all pro happened that uh, there was a open slot there basically. And once me and another uh, wrestler said we were going a lot more people said, well, Hey, can, can we go too? can we share your, you know, <laughs> the, your accommodations and stuff like that. And there was just enough people where they were like, there's this open spot. Do you guys, you know, want to do this show? And so here we are, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, it's happening. Okay. So, all right. So the first, okay. So the first event you mentioned, uh, Janai, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Yeah, Janai Kai. Have you ever, have you ever fought against her before? I have never fought against her before. I've seen uh, some of her matches and stuff like that. The the one I always remember is uh, she fought uh, Jenna Lynn at uh, Shimmer, I think, um, like a year or so back, um, okay. which was like karate versus karate, which is a really cool, uh, <laughs> cool to me. But I've never fought her. I've just I've seen a lot of her stuff, so I'm super excited for that match. Okay. And then the one in the afternoon, it's like, yeah, you're, yeah, your side's like pretty, let's see, you and Rachelle Chanel. And then it's like, oh, it's like, this is like booked. And then like on the other side of it, it's like DFW all pro, uh, all pro versus the world. And then the world is like JTG used to be in the WWE holiday. I just saw her for the first time. The, I saw her the other yeah. day. It's like that event, that event looks like it's going to be sick. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because it's like it's an it's academy versus, like you said, stars of the world. So it's kind of that opportunity show what we got on a bigger stage uh, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, part of me is like, I think uh, Rache should be on the world side, you know, because she's already kind of like started to prove her worth. But we also kind of claim her as like a uh, she didn't start here, but she trained here for a while. So we kind of claim right. her. As a, <laughs> so she's family. <laughs> she's family. You know? Aw, yeah, it's like you always got to keep the family close. Okay, so before we let you go and everything, so where can every where can everybody find you as far as like social media and stuff? Um, it's at Russell Kate on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Super simple. Very, very simple and everything. Um, <laughs> very, very simple on the names and not so simple in the ring and everything. Especially if you have, like I said, if you have killer in your name and everything, you got to have some tricks up your arsenal. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, best of luck, Mania Weekend, and just uh, go kick some ass, girl. Oh, thank, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. All righty. So continuing with our, um, to end this uh, wonderful Women's History Month, a little, we have a woman here who's made a little history of her own. She's been tearing it up on AEW Dark, and if, when she's not on AEW, she's been tearing up in Texas as the first ever PPW Puro Pinche Wrestling Champion, Miss Maddie Rinkowski. Welcome to the show, girl. Hello, and don't forget to add longest reigning, first ever, Excuse and me. longest reigning. 
<laughs> my apologies. Longest reigning, yeah. first ever. My apologies. I should. Yes. My apologies. I should have gotten that right. <laughs> it's fine. My it's fine. That's that's your one. <laughs> okay, that's my one. Oh. <laughs> and it's like I got I got to be careful because I'm in Houston. You're not too far from me, so it's like you can definitely like drive down. You can get you can get closer. You're closer to come kick my ass if needed and everything. So <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so basically, shut my. So basically, Kat, what you're saying is that I'm the one that should insult her since I'm the farthest away. <laughs> I'm gonna shut know. my mouth and let I'm gonna shut my mouth and let you go, Jolie. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome to the show, Maddie. So one thing that we do with everybody that comes on to our show is that we ask them how they got into wrestling because that's how this all started. We all told each other how we got into wrestling. For me, I was mm-hmm. five years old. Those two are uh, a little bit newer than I'm like really right at the start of the attitude eras when I started like 1986 is when I started it getting into wrestling I guess I aged myself so when did you start getting into wrestling as a fan um yeah so it had to have been when I was younger um my brother would just turn it on always watch it uh and so I was just my brother's brother and I would go and watch it uh with him and that's kind of how it started uh team extreme and Lita are the ones that caught our eye because uh, again, I just called myself my brother's brother. So as you could tell, uh, I was quite the tomboy when I was younger. Uh, so of course, like Trish and Stacey Keebler and all them like weren't the ones that caught my attention. It was the girl in cargo pants, like going like this and doing flips and stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah oh. so that, <laughs> that's how I got started just because of my brother. And then we would always just play the video games like all the time. Like that's the only ones we owned. So like when the neighborhood kids would come over and they'd be like, oh yeah, like let's play a game. We're like, okay, yeah. Which Nintendo 64 game do you want to play? <laughs> Which wrestling game do you want to play? Because we didn't really have the other ones. Yeah, N64, wow. I used to play that all the time in college and high school. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, played, I played Legend of Zelda, but like I had like Halloween Havoc, WCW. Um, yeah. I forget what some of the, the W no mercy. I had no mercy. That no one was mercy. great. That yes. one was actually great for like that type of console. Um, <laughs> and as for Lita, I do have to ask, have you ever met her? I have not. I have not, but I do follow her on Instagram. So I'm always like watching and sometimes she pops up in Austin. I'm like, should I be that creepy or should I just wait for my moment? <laughs> well, I mean, keep your eyes out, especially next year when uh, WrestleMania comes into town in Dallas should probably yes. do something with WrestleCon. Plus, you can always, uh, once Thea starts streaming again, you know, watch out. She's actually been playing Among Us with Thea and them. That's hilarious. Yeah, I hear about that. AEW has their own little group of superstars that play Among Us. And Leva is actually one of them. And I had to, like, ask her, like, what is that? Because I always see them posting about it. It looks fun. but yeah, I, <laughs> I I've actually gotten a chance to play with Thea. Um, uh-huh. like, and it, it is actually, it's a fun game. It's better to play with the group that you know, because like you can try to figure out like who's the bad guy and who's not, who's lying. It's very fun. So yeah, it's yeah. Definitely, I definitely love watching them stream. Yeah. <laughs> so It looks entertaining. Oh, it is. It definitely is. Like when she rages, oh, it's great. <sighs> I might have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what was everybody has a moment where they say well this is what I want to do when did you have that that spark where I wanted to make wrestling my career 
Um, so I guess I call my moment like fate. Um, so basically fresh out of, fresh out of college, trying to figure out whether or not I should use that degree that I paid thousands of dollars for, uh, <laughs> or, uh, cause the thing, like the running joke throughout college was my mom, like around finals time, I'd always be like super stressed. And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to quit. I'm going to quit and I'm going to become a wrestler. My mom was like, no, you need to get a degree before you ruin your life. And so I ended up getting my degree. Um, I was supposed to actually go out to one of the job sites uh, in like May um, before I started wrestling and like May and like two weeks before I was supposed to fly out, a volcano erupted. And so I was like, hmm. So they're like, you can either wait or we can relocate you to a different site. And I was like, this is fate. This is fate. So like how many natural disasters just happen like that? And so at that point, I started looking for a wrestling school. Um, I went to Booker T's in Houston to do a fantasy camp. Uh, and there I actually met Gino Medina, who signed MLW. And he's actually the one who introduced me to Chris Marvel, who is the head trainer at Hybrid School of Wrestling. And that was only like 45 minutes from where I was at the time. And then I started training. <laughs> so basically, Mother Earth said, nah, don't use that yeah, degree. She, yeah, she's like, eh. <laughs> you can spend the rest of your life paying it off. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's like yeah. a little, it's like that meme where the dog's is sitting in the house full of fire. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's kind of like my life. That's the metaphor of my life. <laughs> Uh, it's like you always get one of those moments of just like, okay, swerve, <laughs> swerve to the left. <laughs> yeah. When you yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, for sure. All right, Kayla. Before I jump into this one, um, everyone has one, which is their idol. Mine, of course, is Natalia. Jolie, mm. Our Jester Jolie is uh, Becky Lynch and then Kat um, idolizes Keith Lee. So who would you consider your idol? Um, I definitely would say like when I was younger, Lita, but like as of right now in the current moment, um, I definitely would say I probably have like a girl crush on Rhea Ripley. Like that girl is amazing. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> what is the most craziest match you've ever been in? Um, I mean, I would say that PPW title match. Uh, it started off as a fatal four way, turned into a five way. Uh, that was pretty crazy, but like obviously I won. So uh, <laughs> as far as chaotic, that one. But I think more recently, uh, the most like crazy, like my mind blowing, would be uh, my match against Britt Baker. Uh, was not expecting it. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, didn't end how he wanted it to also didn't start how it wanted it to but <laughs> I think that one so far is just being in the women's tournament has kind of been the most crazy because again it wasn't expected no. no it was like one. it was like one of those bittersweet moments and everything because it's like because it, it's like you ended up replacing Anna Jay who got injured and everything so it's like yes it was a bittersweet moment because it's like she 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 lost that opportunity and everything but of course it's like you got to step in and fill those shoes and everything yeah granted it was didn't come out the way you wanted it didn't come out the way you wanted to and everything we all know how brick we all know how brick can be stuff, so. <laughs> yes exactly and I feel like that was another time that life just like swerved like it was fate 
that I was there at that time because during that uh, tournament, that was when Texas had the snow and everything here and it was all shut down and I had just managed to barely make it out within the last flights to go to uh, Florida. So bless fate. you, bless, <laughs> bless you woman. Cause that week sucked. Yes. <laughs> oh, cause it's like the, cause it's like the week it's like the following time we recorded and everything, we talked about it at the very end. And it's like, I broke down because it's like, it's like having power for the losing power, losing water. It's like, we live in Texas. So it's like, yeah, hurricanes, we can prepare for those and everything. I've been in like freezing freezes before and everything, nothing that catastrophic where it's like you losing like power and water and stuff like that. So that, so that just like hit us with a ton of bricks. Yeah. Um, especially cause my, my cat was at, uh, my parents' house at the time. And even them up in Dallas, we're like losing power like every 45 minutes it was just like on a cycle and uh my where I'm currently living in San Antonio I was like getting emails and emails like oh like water line busted in this building like we're having to turn off the water uh oh there is no water oh there's no power and I like get back and like turn on like uh, all of the faucets just to like let it run and the water was like brown black I was like gosh like this is rough because I know they were under a boil like a water notice where you had to like boil all the water you were using so right. it's insane because you don't expect to have to do that in this day and age and you also don't expect a snowstorm in Texas <laughs> nope <laughs> nope not at all not at all what Jolie I just call it karma hey <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm from the north. I've, I've walked in three feet of snow to class before. <laughs> Y'all complaining about, you know, a dusting down south. Like, not what you, what you guys have was a dusting, because you guys actually got a legitimate, a decent amount of snow. But, like, I've seen people, like, in Atlanta, like, oh, my God, it's snowing. And they show pictures. I'm like, fuck, did somebody put confectioner sugar outside? Pussies? <laughs> that's like, usually how we are <laughs> like oh my god i thought you guys were supposed to be big badasses like uh-uh i mean y'all could never last in alaska i mean hell nobody can last in alaska but still i mean can it canadians i had canadians laughing at because like oh you live in the united states you live in texas no they go ha, 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 poor bastards like you're one to talk you goofy bastards <laughs> No, but it's like, I always, I always tell them about us Texans and everything. It's like, yeah, we don't do well with the winter and everything. Um, and just like, yeah, just yeah. Cause it's like, even when they're expecting like ice on the highways and everything, every, everything gets shut down to be safe because especially in Houston, cause the drivers yeah. here in Houston are idiots. You've, I, you, I have no problem with that. You, you've never met Jersey drivers <laughs> or Florida drivers. Ooh, those two are the worst good one. yeah florida's pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> all right so okay so going back okay so going back to ppw and everything because you just mentioned the, the original title match and everything as we said in the beginning you're the first ever champion you're the longest reigning ever champion so yeah um <laughs> so it's like explain like how that momentum is to you how that feeling is to you is just because it's like you're ta- you're taking on the women's division and you're uh so because like every tweet these days ppw uh brings out and everything they always tag you on it so it's like how how's that feeling for you 
Yeah, I mean, not every tweet, every once in a while, I'll have to like put them back in their place and quote tweet them and tell them like, you're welcome, because they forget to thank me for like, even putting them on the map. Because I mean, like, let's be honest, their first event, like the big match was for the women's title. So the first title that they even had on the show was a women's title. And who who won that? I did. And <laughs> yeah. so like I am not just carrying like the women's title and the women's division. Like I am carrying PPW on my back. And Chandler Hopkins can like think now that he's added to this as the new male one that he's a part of it. But he's not because like when you think PPW, you think Maddie Brankowski. You don't think Chandler Hopkins. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's just real. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's incredible. Um, I was given the opportunity. I honestly don't think that anyone expected me to win. Um, especially once Roxy came out and was announced. Um, and like Roxy's like super nice or whatever. And like during that whole match, like, I feel like we had like an understanding. And so like, she had my back, I had her back. But then, like I say, like, yeah, we all have each other's back until I want that spot. And that's the spot I wanted. So she she did her part. And unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't work out for her because, again, this is a business and I wanted the title. So, like, why would I like thank you for helping me? But at the <laughs> same time, like, come on, this is a competition. Like, <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. No, totally. I totally get that. The first time that. um you came across my radar was the very first mission pro show we sponsored back in December, run it back. And mm-hmm. leading up to the event, your match against Jasmine Lure was like one of the ones I was most excited about because you two were talking. Oh my God. You two were like going at each other big time on social media. I saw like Facebook, I saw Twitter just back and forth and everything. So it's just like, that was like the first time you, you came across my radar. That that was like a pretty heated rivalry between you two. Yeah, I mean, I have a big mouth. Uh, if I feel like I want to say something, I'm going to say it. Because at the end of the day, like, what are they going to do? We're going to get in the ring and we're going to settle it. And it's going to end however it ends. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if it ends up, I have to put my foot in my mouth, then that's fine. But I'm still going to say what I have to say. And that's what I did with her. And she thought she could come back at me. But again, just like Roxy, it never turns out well for them. Exactly. Well, Mission Pro, I mean, Mission Pro is like one of the owners is Thunder Rosa and everything. And it's like, um, so it's like, you've been working with her, you've been working with her with Mission Pro and everything. And then of course with AEW as well. So it's like, how's it been like learning, working with her directly, just kind of soaking in all that knowledge from her? Yeah, um, it's been amazing. Uh, honestly, I will be one of the first ones to say that I think once Mission Pro uh, came out as an all-female company, that first match that I had with uh, Red Velvet, I honestly, truly believe that that was probably the match that kind of changed the tra- trajectory of my career. I feel like that match is when eyes started to come on me, like people started to put me on the same playing field as these other Texas girls. Because again, I was newer. People didn't know who I was. But the fact that Thunder Rosa, who has this huge platform, was willing to take a chance on me, who I was a rookie. I am a rookie still. But mm-hmm. she was a, she took a chance on me. She, Her and Robin Reed, who is the booker, uh, put me against Red Velvet. And I don't know if they expected me to like sink or swim type thing. 
like, right. oh, she might die, <laughs> but I guess we'll find out. Uh, and I think they did find out. Like mm-hmm. I was fighting. It was in that like specific match. Like she got too caught up in stirring it up, and I was able to get a quick roll up. Uh, but I think at that point, I kind of showed everyone and myself that I can hang with the best. And ever since then, that may or may not have inflated the attitude that I <laughs> allude, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. No, 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 <laughs> <But> it, not <laughs> at all. But yeah, it's amazing. Because uh, again, Thunder had that platform already, and mm-hmm. she used it to bring up new talent such as myself. And she always if she can, helps us out. And a lot of people love to try and point out as a negative thing, like, oh, y'all are, y'all are on AEW because of Thunder Rosa. Like, mm, no, she got me to the door. I knocked on the door myself. I opened the door myself and I'm still there because of myself, not because of Thunder Rosa. Like Thunder Rosa doesn't stand above the AEW ring, like with the puppet strings, like pulling mm-hmm. my moves out and opening my mouth and whatnot. Like she doesn't. Like I may have gotten there and I may have gotten to that door because of her, but I'm there because of myself. And I think everyone's starting to realize that because I don't hear them on Twitter saying that anymore. So. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hair flip. Hair flip. (laughs) It's like you got to, it's like she may have gotten you to the door, but you kicked the fucker down. (laughs) Exactly. And I, I made myself a bed. (laughs) temporary one <laughs> of course of course <laughs> awesome <laughs> right exactly yeah. all right go ahead Kayla. um how did you feel about having the opportunity to wrestle on ae dark yeah it was terrifying um like any opportunity that's a little bit bigger you'd never know what's going to happen you never know what's going to come out of it um and again it's just I think wrestling is very, it's harder mentally than it is physically. And that's crazy to say because you're getting beat up, you get beat up and, but it's harder mentally because you've got to walk in this locker room full of all of these superstars who are signed, who are great, who have been doing this way longer than you. And you have to try and like hang with them. Basically, you have to try and like, let them know that you do deserve to be here. So you're like proving yourself. But then even just like girls aside, walking through AEW and seeing like Matt Hardy and all of these superstars, you're like, oh my God, like, am I really here? Like, is this real? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like mentally like, okay, girl, no, you're here for a reason. You are invited back for a reason. Like you deserve to be here. Like it's not it's very it's scary (laughs) but they're extremely nice they're extremely welcoming kind of like that mission that they started off with like being a family environment and like not having that like backstage like stuff that you hear about like in WWE I think they're doing a tremendous job because they do make you feel very welcomed Mm -hmm. and everyone is very open and willing to talk to you like Matt Hardy will walk down the hallway and just be like oh hey how are you doing like how's your day going and you're like uh, that's Matt, like, Hardy. Uh, uh, Matt Hardy it's like it's like fine, that moment fine. like um you, you just spoke to me exactly <laughs> so like once you reel that in uh, and then you're like fine how are you but like even like uh one name that I mention a lot is Eddie Kingston because he literally like basically opened that platform because uh, he was actually my first seminar ever that I ever had in wrestling at hybrid. And uh, 
like whenever I saw him there, like I talked to him and he was like, yeah, if you ever have any questions, you need any advice on anything or you just have an issue, like, let me know. And I was like, oh my gosh, people are nice here. Like, it was crazy. And they let, like, they talk to you like you're a person and not just like an outsider or a fan or something like that. It's great. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jolly? So still being somewhat new to the business do you have a um a dream match or a dream opponent and a dream tag team partner um yeah I mean I again I would love to try out uh myself my skills against Rhea Ripley uh I am fully aware that I probably might get murdered but like it's fine <laughs> good way to die <laughs> yeah that's what I think last thing you see are like her her that'd be like nice I guess um <laughs> but then as far as uh, a dream tag team um lately uh I have actually I guess I caught the attention of Shaz McKenzie and she's amazing first off like mm-hmm. she's so nice she doesn't even know me she never met me and she like constantly like puts me over on Twitter so we're like Twitter besties and we actually just met last week on a zoom call uh for mission pros podcast uh she did one and i got to hop in there and meet her so i definitely would say shaz mckinsey i think we could we discussed it a little bit um we decided (laughs) that maybe our name could be like the sour patch kids like i'm sour and she's sweet and like i'm fine with that like (laughs) being the sour one (laughs) that'd be cute oh man um let me kind of throw in something there real quick and everything. So, um, PPW, they are, PPW, they are having an event in May and everything. Um, and it's very early in the process. So I know you don't have an opponent yet and everything. If, is anybody on your radar that you would like to defend the title against? Um, I mean, obviously not. I don't want to defend my title. I just want to keep my title. Um, (laughs) like hello, (laughs) longest reigning for a reason. (laughs) Very true. Um, but from what I understood or what I thought, um, this last uh, event that we had, mm-hmm. uh, I believe there was a fight for the number one contender. And I know Vert Vixen did win that. So I know at some point I will be coming up against her for a title. Okay. So um, I'm expecting that, but I, I don't know who my partner is and I don't know who to even anticipate. I'm hoping it's not Jasmine because like, You've been, been there, there and done that. Been there, been there done that. that. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, bye-bye. And hell, it's like, maybe they'll give you the night off, but we know yeah, promotions just, and everything. It's like, I'll walk around with my belt. I'll show it off. I'll let everyone see it. And I'll go home. <laughs> exactly. Talk some, some shit to Chandler, you know. <laughs> All our day's work. <laughs> there you go. Um, I wanted to ask you about this because they made an announcement the other day on Ring of Honor that they will be having a women's championship tournament this, I believe, this summer and everything. I wanted to ask you about this because it's like a lot of people were tagging you on it and like saying, let's get Maddie into, yeah, let's get Maddie into the tournament and everything. So it's like, what are your thoughts about the tournament? And it's like, I mean, how would you feel if, if you did have that opportunity? Um, I mean, I definitely think that it's a good thing that they're restarting uh their women's division um obviously i would i would love to be a part of the tournament at least um because i don't think that well obviously like in the past couple pay-per-views there's like been like zero women's matches 
Um, so when I saw that announcement on this past one, I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe Ring of Honor needs some reality. Give them a hmm. dose of reality, you know, see, see how it goes. But I would love to. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like keep tagging me in it, you know, get their attention. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right, girl, before we get, let you out of here and everything. So it's like, you got your website with merchandise, you're all over social, social media. Where can they find you? Yeah, of course. So I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all under Maddie underscore Renkowski. Uh, again, that's M-A-D-I underscore W-R-E-N-K-O-W-S-K-I. If you can spell it, you can find it. <laughs> and in the bio of all of those, I have my big cartel merchandise website. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Maddie, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for coming on and just absolutely best with everything with PPW, <laughs> AEW, just everything going forward. All of the W's, yes. All the, all of the W's. <laughs> Best of luck with everything, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Are you going to hey. be at the next Mission Pro on May 1st? I'm working on it. <laughs> no, it's like, I, I, no, because cause it's like, what, what, Jolie? That sounds like a challenge. Right? <laughs> I mean, no. No, because um, it's like. She got um, the little, I, she got the little sass in there too. So you might yeah, want to yeah. watch <laughs> yeah. yeah no because um now at first i was like saying because i was like going maybe i'll skip the next one but then i was like yeah they're starting to build it up already and then i just so all right i'll be there me and my husband yeah. will be there yeah <laughs> it, it, I, it'll be uh, it'll be at least me it'll be a miracle if i can get these two down there for it and every for the show and everything but um <laughs> but, but yeah me and my me and my husband will be there actually i have to tell i have to tell the mask last i met maddie in person last week at the show and i bought a mask from her that mask saved my ass last weekend i'll tell you why because it's like i got we got back to the hotel i put it in my suitcase and everything i forgot i was fumbling around with uh my stuff in my purse we were on our way home it was me my husband and my nephew and we were about to go in a corner store the mask i originally brought with me i realized i left it at the hotel oh so it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm like going, shit, I need to go inside the, I need to go inside the store and everything. And then I was like, wait a minute, I just bought a fucking mask last night. Hello. So it's like, I looked in the suitcase. I was like, oh, Maddie saved my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I did. And it's actually, it's actually quite comfortable too. So it's like, yeah, it's like whoever, whoever you went to to design your mask and everything is like very, it's like very good on the material and everything. So you did good on that one. Thanks. It was my mom. <laughs> Mm-hmm. oh really yes oh that's oh that's awesome no it's like she no she she's hooking you up really good mom mom is taking care of her girl yeah she's <laughs> my number one volunteer so Aww. Vol- volunteer <laughs> so she doesn't get paid because then we'd have to put her on like payroll if we call her an employee oh well it's like mom ma- ma- mama's always the number one fan so it's like you know she'll help you no matter what yeah, you definitely have to. She's in competition with my dad, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see who ends was that up the on guy, top. Was that that guy who was like standing next to your table? Yes, he okay. likes to talk a lot <laughs> to everyone. Ah, I was wondering. I was wondering who that was and everything, but it's like, yeah, yeah mom's not there, dad's there. So, but anyway, Maddie, thanks again for coming on. No problem. Thank y'all for having me. Okay, so let's get a little caught up on some of the other um, news and uh, 
gossip and stuff that happened this week involving the women's division and everything. I'm going to start with Monday uh, because we knew it was going to be the premiere of, or excuse me, the debut of Rhea Ripley and everything. But talk about like ballsy move, first day out, challenging Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. I get it because uh, like she said, it was announced, it was, the news was brought up during Raw and everything. Charlotte's dealing with COVID. Charlotte, we hope, we hope you get better soon and everything. Uh, but it's like, Jolie, it's like ballsy move that on her debut. Ballsy. That was the best fucking move of the night. <laughs> um, I do like the fact that they kind of addressed the whole Charlotte situation. Um, she actually came out and said that she had COVID because I think she was tired of all the bullshit rumors of her being blackmailed to give up everything for Andrade. So right. And even he said, you know, you should be clear soon. Happy wife, happy life. And that they're both happy. I'm I'm happy for the both of them. And I, I really want her involved in some type of mania match. I mean, Bailey's not doing anything. You're not doing anything. I mean, we could have a grudge match, you know. There's always that grudge match there. But yeah, yeah no, I I am so excited. Uh, I've known Asuka has wanted to face Rhea. I've known Rhea has wanted to face Asuka. Do not, I will say this right now, do not make this a triple threat. I, I mean, yeah, okay, a triple threat would be okay, but still, it's just, mm, there's already rumors about the other that they're making. I mean, how many tweets did we see about Charlotte's going to SmackDown? And will they make it a triple threat match? Do you really want me going off right now? Seriously? Do you really let, want me let, going let off me, right now? Let, let me, I got this. I got okay. this. Go ahead. So, number one, that match doesn't need the uh, intrusion of Charlotte Flair. I understand the intrusion of Charlotte Flair in the main event of WrestleMania 35. That completely understandable. She honestly, I think those three women deserve that spotlight. They've all three have done amazing things in the wrestling community and, and women's sports, hands down. Those three, yes. But this, no, this is a simple, this has to be one-on-one no ifs, ands, or buts. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't mind them adding Asuka or uh, Charlotte to the Asuka Rhea match. And before you flip your shit on that one, I have my reasons for that as well. Asuka has beef with Charlotte. Rhea has beef with Charlotte. It kind of makes sense to actually uh, add her into this match because of the sheer fact that they can make Rhea into a full-on badass heel that we don't have. She could actually be what Ronda was meant to be in wwe the pure powerhouse badass so if they added charlotte to this match then i would honestly have again no issues or like have any legitimate grace with it because of the fact that they have honest to god beef to settle on both sides and in some aspects if oscar pins charlotte she gets her revenge if Rhea pins charlotte she gets her revenge and it honestly protects Rhea and Asuka at the same time, making neither of one of them look weak. And so, again, like, while one match needs to be one-on-one, the the start of the nightmare fuel for Raw, with if it has the Queen involved, again, I have zero issue with that. I mean, I know people are probably going to bitch and complain if that even happens, but everybody's going to bitch and complain. I have seen, ever since all this bullshit with Andrade happened, I have seen so much fucking Charlotte slander it is making me sick. And like, I've literally wanted to fight a hell of a ton of people 
Um, like I've actually said, Jesus Christ, can you guys, you know, just wish her well and not be fucking dicks in a group that I'm in? And people are just like, I'm like, she's a human being. She is one of the nicest people. And she deserves a mania match. I'm sorry. There are certain people that deserve mania matches, and she's one of them. I mean, God, we have a Seth match for fuck's sake. Seth is becoming HPK 2.0. I mean, I know we weren't supposed to talk about the men, but, uh, well, actually, that proves my point. Men get so much handed to them when it comes to mania. We've had one pay-per-view, all women, and we get, so far, three matches, all for titles, nothing for pride, nothing of that nature. And I think we need a, like a, a match for pride or a match for something like anything, because I think it's complete and total utter bullshit that the men get all these grudge matches and mm-hmm. the women, Oh, you guys can just have your title matches. Go have fun. No motherfuckers go fuck yourself. I'm being fucking serious. Yo. It's like y- you give the women, you're not even giving the women their time anymore on raw. So it, it's honestly, it's just very, very, very frustrating. I mean, we get to see Big E and Apollo for the 10,000th time for the title. Fine. You don't want to give women's other matches, give them more titles so they can have more fucking matches. Just that plain and fucking simple. So I'm excited to see the Asuka Rhea match. I know I went off on a tangent, but you know, we all know about Charlotte and it's just, I figured I'd get that big old boulder off of your shoulder. So it doesn't get brought up later and you don't get pissed. Okay. Kayla, mm-hmm. your turn. <laughs> yeah. First of all, before I jump into it, I just want to say I'll make this short and sweet because Jolie pretty much covered it how, you know, we feel. Um, but I am pretty excited for the Asuka and Rhea match, which, like, I do have to agree with Jolie is if you want to insert Charlotte into a match, it needs to be that one so you don't make Asuka or Rhea weak. So um, I'm pretty stoked. Hopefully it stays between those two because it'll be one hell of a match. Nightmare versus an empress. The empress might just have nightmares for the rest of her life. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, like I said, we still got a couple weeks before we realize, so anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But um, like our jester said, she pretty much covered it. But Asuka and Rhea, I think it's going to be one hell of a match, and I'm ready to see it at WrestleMania. All righty. Okay, so. Let's see. So let me shoot to NXT. Things are heating up between EO and Raquel on ahead of their match for at, at NXT TakeOver. I swear the look in Raquel's eyes after she oof. It's like Kayla, it's like ew. it's like I love you to death. Going into this match, I'll say this right now. Going into this match, I love you to death and everything, but Raquel's taking the title. I don't see how EO's going to get out of this match with the title and everything. And I love her to death. And I'm, I'm not just saying because Raquel's from Texas too, but it's just like, if anybody was going to take that title off of EO, it's going to be Raquel. What do you think? I agree. I mean, I love EO. Like we've stayed, like, you know, her nickname is Genius of the Sky. She's always throwing stuff underneath her sleeve. We've seen her do it at war games. We've seen her, you know, NXT take over that house when she went up against Charlotte and Rhea. She's she's fun to watch in the ring. She's she's dominant. She's powerful. Um, she's proven that with her title reign um, as NXT Women's Champion. Um, but unfortunately, I think Miss Raquel Gonzalez is going to take it. Hopefully, Miss Dakota Kai does not get involved, and that is a clean, clean, 
you know, clean match, clean sweep that, you know, there's no cheating allowed or involved. Um, right. EO, I love you to death, girl. Um, honestly, in the women's NXT right now, you are one of my absolute favorites. But um, time's up, girl. Raquel's going to become our new champion. And there's no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. So, Right. Uh, all right. Jess just uh, getting comfortable there. Uh, no, we were just talking about like EO and Raquel at TakeOver and, and everything. So it's like we're both kind of like at the opinion and everything that we love EO, but Raquel's taking the title. Kind of concur, but I also kind of look at it this way. Raquel, you a tall bitch. You go on against a short bitch. Let me explain something to you. Short bitches are harder to kill than tall bitches. So either way, it's going to be a fucking war. And that's it. That's all I got to say. The fans win. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, sorry, had to step away for a sec. No problem. No problem. No problem. Uh, let's see. I'm going to step away for a second. Uh, but um, what about the uh, women's tag titles? The NXT women's tag titles and everything. It looks like we're possibly going to be getting Ember and Shotzi versus the Indian Candice. Typical, but it's going oh. there. All right, so let me start with this. I think their interaction backstage was classic Candice LeRae. I actually fucking enjoyed her little snootiness. But, you know, I don't think that they're going to take the titles off of Ember and Shotzi just yet. I believe that Shotzi and Ember are going to hold those titles just for a little while longer. Um, Honestly, they would be the best two to fight whoever... I could honestly see them having them hold the titles to Survivor Series when we have, you know, uh, division versus division and they bring NXT back into it. And I, I don't like it, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's still Naya and Shayna, which to God, I hope not. If it's Tamina and Natty, OK, that'd be actually kind of a bangerang. If it's um, 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 um Liv and Ruby, like, I just feel that Shotzi and ember versus any of those is a lot better ticket and a lot better fight than indy and uh candace uh not just not be not putting down candace's dedication candace's will to fight i just don't uh have enough faith in unfortunately i don't have enough faith in indy to be able to help her carry those titles uh, i think if she was to have a tag team partner it needs to be somebody of a little bit more stature a little bit more badassery and looking at the women's division, there's really not anybody that would probably work with Candice at the moment because, you know, her husband's kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and, you know, Indy's in love with uh, Loomis. Oh, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. If we're going to put anybody, uh, Dakota Kai could probably be her tag team partner. And those two could take the titles off of Shotzi and Ember. And I'd be okay with that. But that that's only because I don't, I haven't seen too much of Indy to give me a complete comparison. Now I could be completely blown away if we get that match at takeover and Indy blows me away. Okay. But I really haven't seen enough for me to say that those two specifically deserve the titles. I mean, I would rather see Casey Catanzaro or, and uh, Caden Carter hold the titles before Indy and Candace. But again, like I said, that has to do with the fact that we haven't seen much of Indy in the ring. But yeah, my rant is over. All right, boss lady. Um, absolutely love Ember and Shotzi as a team. Um, I will say I don't believe that Indy and Candace should have it right away. 
given the Casey and Caden, but actually her name is not Indy Hartwell anymore. It's um, Indy Loomis because she changed her social media to that. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, either way, however it goes, um, like NXT tag teams for the girls right now are on fire. They have excellent talent. Candace and Indy, not right now. Definitely not. Candace, honey, you kind of annoy me. You used to be one of my favorites, but you're kind of annoying me right now with this little, I don't know. But anyway. I, I honestly, I, I completely agree with you on that one. I think she's completely utter annoying. And it, despite being a woman and wanting to prop women up, I just want to smack the ever-loving shit out of her and say, can you go back to being the badass that you were and not Johnny's little lapdog? And then the little, <laughs> the little ah, hair flip at the end there. I was just like, come oh. on. Okay, the hair flip, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, just because, like, it's one of those classic heel things. Like, I remember Trish doing it, Lita doing it, Steph doing it all the time. So it's, like, one of those moves that, like, you know, kind of like, well, you know what, fuck you. You know, kind of like, bless your heart. The hair flips will fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, excuse me. All right, so the whole social media, right, let me ask you two about this, because social media is, been in a tiff all week and everything there's been a lot of hashtags going around sasha bianca they're uh we already know they're fighting mate night one and everything kayla do they deserve the main event slot yes absolutely um and i say that because like you know jolie said a little bit ago women don't get the spotlight that they deserve and i honestly believe that sasha and Bianca should be a main event. Yes, it should be before any other um, championships. So definitely, definitely main event because it'll be well-deserved. And um, truthfully, it will mean a lot more to the boss if this is her moment where she can get her win at WrestleMania and retain the title. Same way with, you know, even if Bianca beats Sasha, um, she'll get that moment, hold that title belt up. Hey. Look what I've done. Look what I've worked. So yeah, I think, I think they deserve the main event uh, main event title. I mean the main event spot because they work just as hard as the guys do. And you know, there for a while they were in the spotlight, but now they're getting you know underhand a little bit. So I agree, definitely. Sasha and Bianca should be a main event. Jolie, right. all right. So. We know we've got the Drew and uh, Bobby Lashley match night one. Mm-hmm. I can see the arguments that they're arguing to make. Well, you know, there's the storyline. It's historic. Yeah, it's historic, but start off with it. Plain and simple. Start the men off. Don't make the women start it off. Women started off the past two, last year's past two WrestleManias. I think they started off both night one and night two, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Because I think, yeah. night one night one was the tag titles and then night two was uh, uh Rhea and Charlotte. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the women have started last year's WrestleManias. Okay. Drew, it's your fucking fucking time. I'm sorry. <laughs> or whoever else is fucking night one. I I don't care. The storyline you you now have Sasha more heelish, which I'm absolutely loving. She's getting cocky. Absolutely love it. She deserves to be cocky, and I feel that she deserves that that main event spot because 
she has put everything into this business. She has put, you know, blood, sweat, tears, mental health into this business. And I feel that this would be vindication if they let her keep the title, Mm -hmm. the writers. Um, Again, if Bianca wins the title, that'd be that again, that's fine. But to me, it would mean more and be more if Sasha retains just because of the fact that she deserves that top spot. Um, She deserves the Becky honors, the Charlotte honors, and she's lost any main event that she's been in. Yeah. And I think, you know, Vince owes her one. And I'm just kind of glad that they're getting rid of fucking Reginald and putting him with Nia. <laughs> I still don't see his purpose other than being like under and completely annoying. Well, and, right uh, now, he's comedic value number one. He's kind of making Nia a little bit more likeable. tolerable. Tolerable. But okay, that's, that's it. But it's also kind of making Shayna even funnier. Because, like, her boredness is just great. Like, I saw a TikTok of those two dancing, and, and you see Shane in the background. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm actually kind of digging this little slapstick storyline that they have with them. But, you know, anything to break up Shayna and Nia, to be perfectly honest, because they were at a feud, and then they're like, oh, here, here's the tag titles. No, I want to see these two in fight. Let them fight. Exactly. Totally let them fight. And a side note on Reginald, when, uh, like Jolie stated, Reginald is making Shayna hilarious. Like, she just rolls her eyes and stuff. I'm just waiting for Shayna just to knock Reginald out. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. That would be cool. That would totally (laughs) be cool. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't need to talk about much about this. Uh, I love Bianca. I mean, I'm part of like, you you could consider me part of the Sasha crew and everything. It's like, if they don't get the main event spot, I'm going to be pissed. (sighs) Hands down. (sighs) If they don't get the main event spot, at least have them open the fucking show. Even though I don't want that. Yeah. What match did everybody fucking talk about night two? Not the not the main event. No, they're talking oh. about the Rhea Charlotte Rhea. match. Yeah. So when you have when you know you have a killer match, it's going to start off. I can understand putting them first. I'm all for. I want the main event, hundred percent, hands down. I want that fucking main event. Right. But if they don't get the main event, I don't want it in the middle of the show where people are going on their bathroom breaks. I wanted to either start the show or end the show, period, end of story. Don't make us fight you, dude. Exactly. And I still want Aja to re- be the referee for it. I don't know if they're actually going to do that, but I still want her to, her to be the ref for it. <sighs> All right. So the only, okay. So the other thing of hot discussion this week, this week was WWE came out with their top 50 of the greatest women of all time. And I heard like a lot of like the, they got the list right, they, but they they saying like why was this person here, not here? This person should have been ranked, ranked higher. Where the hell was this person? So this list got all over. There was like reception on this list like all over the page. I'm just gonna read the top ten. Number ten was Bailey. Nine Ronda Rousey. 
eight Lita, seven Alundra Blaze, six Sasha Banks, five Asuka, four China, three Becky Lynch, two Charlotte Flair, and then one, number one Trish Stratus. Okay, so I know so like I know a big name who was not on the list, and then I know like some of these orders are like ridiculous and everything. So, Kayla, have you have you seen the whole list? I'm actually looking at it right now. Okay, so um, dropping down. We okay. Bailey was ten, eleven. Beth Phoenix, twelve. Mickey James, thirteen's Alexa, fourteen is Victory. I guess they meant Victoria. <laughs> so okay, so what's your biggest? Okay, I, I, based on I know this is Shayna Baszler so, number eighteen. Yeah. Page and AJ okay, is what? 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 What's your okay biggest gripes with the list? Go ahead. Okay, biggest grudge for this list. Okay, I can maybe agree with the top four. Lita should have been higher. Um, Alexa should have been higher. Uh, Shayna Baszler should have been higher. Let's see who on here. No offense, Bella Twins. You should have been dropped down lower than 26. Jacqueline should have been higher. Ember Moon should have been higher. Caitlin? Why are you even on the top 50, girl? Kaylee Ray should have been higher than 48. I mean, it's just, I guess, Emery's number 37. Uh, but in a way, I can kind of agree with it. But then again, it's just like, where did this list even come up with? Um, and people should have been higher. So it has its downfalls. It has its yays and nays. But you know what? Thank you, WWE. I think I just I think we just got a challenge for the uh WWE uh the wrestling department EDS sports. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh I know they said one name who was not on this list, and that's Alicia Fox. I saw that. She's not on there. And that is absolutely a damn shame. I don't care if you put her in the thirties or forties. To be the only African American woman to hold the Divas title and you don't even have her on the list. That's not true. That's a the Divas title. Layla, Layla held the fucking Divas oh. title. Hey, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Wait, no, no. no. Uh, okay, Alicia Fox was the first one, though. Okay, all right. I forgot about Layla. I forgot about Layla. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> but anyways, it's like, yeah, to not have Alicia Fox on this list is a damn shame. And okay, it's like okay. Why is Ronda Rousey in the top 10? Exactly. I don't agree with that at all. And then, yeah, some of the shit, some of the names on this list could have been shifted all over the place. Oh, Jesus. All right, Jolie. All right, so I'm going to start at number 50 and go to 41. I'm okay with everybody on that section. People could be higher. Sorry, Caitlin, you have to go. We can put in Alicia Fox for you. Okay. Uh, Kaylee and Sonia could be higher. Shotzi could be higher. Kelly Kelly could be off the list. Uh, I think Miss Elizabeth can take her place. Nikki Cross should be higher. Eve, all right, so that's fine. Lacey Evans should be lower, or I mean, should be like in the top like forty-five, not at number okay. thirty-nine. Maurice, um, she's fine where she's at. Gail Kim should be a little bit higher because of her uh, talent in TNA. Jacqueline Sane, Kyrie, Naomi, Bull, Nakano. 
Um, Bella Twin should be back towards the 30s and 40s. EO Luna, my glaring one, in all honesty, is number 23. It's Stephanie McMahon. She should be in the top 10. We'll swap her for Rhonda. <laughs> okay. Um, I would put Sable lower, I mean, higher, or yeah, lower towards the uh, back end. Probably move okay. Paige and them around. Actually, I would probably tie Paige and AJ at the same number. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Alundra, but I got to swap you out at seven and put Beth Phoenix in. Okay. And I would swap China and Asuka. But other than that, I'm okay with this list. Uh, the top one I definitely saw is, is perfect, to be perfectly honest. I don't want to move Asuka out of the top 10. So oh, I agree with that. I agree mm-hmm. with that. So this is what I would do. I would put Beth okay. Phoenix in at number seven, Lita in at number five, and put Asuka at number eight. And Stephanie McMahon at nine. Because I'm sorry, you're not going to have... She's the most powerful fucking woman in the WWE. In, right. Technically in wrestling. She's more powerful than Brandi Rhodes and Dixie Carter. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have her at 23. Mm-hmm. She had some of the most prolific fucking storylines. She was fucking crucified for almost God's sakes. So, you know, it just Trish being the top three, that could have gone either way. I was happy to see Becky actually make the list because she hasn't wrestled in a little while. But the fact that her popularity and everything that goes with it, that makes me happy, especially considering she's still the only female. Sorry, Rhonda, to have the highest merch sales in WWE. So I'm actually okay with this list to be perfect. Like, yeah, there are sharp people. Um, Let's see, the one list. You know, said so like Miss Elizabeth wasn't on it. Nydia wasn't on it. There's some, unfortunately, you're not going to make everybody happy. Right. But I honestly would swap Caitlin for Alicia Fox or Kelly Kelly for Alicia Fox. Yeah, definitely on that one. That, that would be my only switch. I understand why they kept Caitlin on this list because she actually had some decent storylines, especially with AJ Lee. So mm-hmm. I could understand that. And Kelly, I mean, Kelly Kelly, I love her, but you don't even have Tori Wilson on this list. No, and she's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so it's like it's it's very very tough to actually be. You're not going to make everybody happy. I mean, some people are saying why is even Sable on this list, and I kind of agree with that. And yeah, she had some great feuds with Jacqueline back in the day, but Jacqueline has outperformed her in every aspect known to man. The only reason why they kept her the way she was because she had big tits. <laughs> I'm being serious. When it came to that time period. The titties yeah, kept people is... in seats. Unfortunately, sad true. So, I mean, people will probably have an issue with our list. We're not, nobody's going to make anybody happy. I mean, Sasha, I'm happy the fact that the four horsewomen got in the top 10. Yeah. Um, like I said, you could have flip-flopped Charlotte and Becky, but that's only because of popularity and because of the sales. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, you know, like this list is solid. We put Stephanie McMahon as our number one on our list. Yeah. Because we recognize the power and influence that she has not only in ring, but out of ring. And she is from what I've heard from multiple different people, like the fact that you see this mega bitch in the ring, but she is 100% down to earth, a loving mother, a caring person. All she does for the special Olympics, all she does for the warrior foundation. 
what she does is absolutely fucking amazing. And the amount of hate that she has gotten because of her character. And I'll be perfectly honest. I was one of the people fucking hating on her. As Ted DiBiase once said to me, then I did my job. She mm-hmm. did her job. She made us hate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when you go that amazingly for your craft, and it, the funny thing is it, this there's so many characters in TV shows that people hate and hate the actors. As a fan of the L word, you say Jenny Schechter and everybody fucking hisses. Everybody mm-hmm. hated Mia Kirshner. Like right. they fucking despise her. The woman that played Dolores Umbridge in the Harry Potter films, mm-hmm. people fucking despise her. The actress, mm-hmm. because of how well she played that role. And yeah. right now, Britt Baker is honest to God playing her heel role attacking somebody that gave her props i don't agree with her going after foley but she's doing her job right and i'm okay with her doing that but again like i said you know i still don't 1000 percent like the blood matches just because you know it some i don't see how that continues a story but yeah so you know I, i understand why they do shit that they do but you know now, if the, the the only thing that really bugged me about this list, and I get it because it was for WWE and for Peacock, mm-hmm. Sonya being at 47, come on, man. She ranks up there with, with Shayna and Ronda with her background in MMA, you know, and wait, how do you not fucking have Tamina on this list? Exactly. You have Nia Jax, but not Tamina. Oh, shit. I didn't even see. Man, how the hell? Uh, how the fuck is Nia Jax, the person that has injured more people in that ring? Over to Mina. I'm going to sit my real it, quick. Only because I guess she's a two-time champion. That would be the only reason I would think. Luna Vacone? Or, or, I mean, the... I don't know. Yeah, she's right. Nia Jax is... Not Nia Jax. Uh, Tamina's not on here. That's weird. Candice LeRae's never been a champion. Nope. And she's on the list. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's frustrating when certain things happen and people are not on the list and i have this oh okay no um you were like saying something you were saying something about like she did her job and stuff like that erin it reminded me this week of something i'm a big challenge fan on wednesday nights it's like i know AEW and nxt are on and everything but honestly if it's if it's in the middle of a season i go to the challenge first on mtv because that's 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 my crack right there and everything so this girl, Anissa, got eliminated this week. Af- African-American girl, she's been like a season pro at this. I think this was like her 18th season and everything. When she was walking off, one of the things that she said was she wanted a woman of color to win this season. And after she left, when she got eliminated, there was five girls left. And they were all women of color. And she was got emotional about it and everything, saying that she had a part in that. She did her job. She had a part in that and everything. And so when you were talking about that just a minute ago, it kind of reminded me about that. So well, that's the thing. It, it, it all goes back to doing your job. And when I got to speak to Ted DiBiase, you know, when he said that, like, it was one of the coolest things. And even when I, I mentioned something to Eric Bischoff at one time over Twitter, and I said, my mom hated mm-hmm. you. <laughs> he fucking hated you and he said thank you he said thank you he did his job he did his job and that's the same thing that T- that DBS he said and you know 
He says, I love hearing these stories. I love hearing how people hated me. And it's just one of the coolest things, you know, and just like, I respect the hell out of him for it. You know, the fact that he's like saying, well, you know what, this is me. Take me or leave me. But, you know, you're going to you're going to hate me regardless. So I'm just going to make you hate me because that's my character. That's like the meet and greet that I had with the Miz. He said, you either love me or hate me. And if you don't do either one of those, then we know we're not doing our part as what we're supposed to do. Fair enough. Totally fair enough and everything. All right. Kayla, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Other than EDS Sports Wrestling, get ready. We're making our list. And Tamina <laughs> will be on our list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jolie? When it comes to women's wrestling, we want evolution too. Agreed. No ifs, no ands, no buts. You ship the men off to fucking Saudi Arabia, to India. I mean, the women, some go to the India, but the Saudi shows are mainly men. We had two women's matches, one with Lacey and Natalia, the other with Naomi and Bailey. But give us what we want. Don't make us pull out our inner Batista. And I am sad that Batista had to step down from this year's Hall of Fame because he deserves to be in there. But I understand that commitments come first. And he'll most likely be at one where there's a crowd that can appreciate him because he is an amazing athlete. He is an amazing actor. I love him as Drax. I know we weren't going to talk about men, but I mean, this is something to be brought up and I respect him for coming out and saying what he said. Me too. And finally, hey, um, if nobody has anything to do, you know, April 10th or 11th, Bailey is free for a match, you know, Victoria, Lita, Trish, Molly Holly, uh, Melina, Melina. No, no, I want that with Naomi. Sorry. <laughs> I want that this, match. Yeah, there's still there's still enough time for her to stir up a little bit of stuff, a little bit online and everything to get a match going. So, yeah. According so, to Bailey, she wants Michael Cole, so <laughs> Please, God, no, don't make him bring back that singlet. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. So before we go, let, let's let's ask this, because next week, next week is our big dissection of WrestleMania and TakeOver. Oh, yeah. So, over-under, Becky showing up, not wrestling, showing up at Mania. I say yes. I see. I say yes, just for it, it, at least showing up for an appearance. Agreed. She's not wrestling yet. I was, I would see SummerSlam wrestling and everything, but at least showing up for an appearance. Okay. Now, rumor has it that, yes, I, I, I know we've discussed this, but Charlotte possibly moving over to SmackDown, not for the, this triple threat match, but actually physically moving to SmackDown. Okay. Do we want for next year's Mania? I want you guys to think about this real quick. The match that we have wanted for four years Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, main event, Dallas, Texas for the SmackDown women's title. The ultimate force woman. It would would bring everything full circle, kind of full, kind of full circle and everything because last time. 
WrestleMania was in Dallas. It was WrestleMania 32. The huge triple threat. Which should have been the main event. The Divas, yeah, no doubt. The day that the Divas title went out the window and the women were just uh, known as superstars. Yes, Bailey was still in NXT at the time, so she was not a part of it. But she was in the crowd. That match, she was in the crowd. She was in the crowd and everything, but she was not part of that match. And that was the time that everything, another notch got amped up in the women's evolution. And so, yes, I would love that 1000% because we've had like the four them going against each other. Like, I mean, of course, they went against each other in NXT. I think they've only done a tag match against each other, like on Raw and stuff like that. But like a main event title match, fatal four away, sign me up. I'm all for it. Kayla? Agreed. Most definitely. Main event, Dallas, Texas. Us three in the crowd screaming at the top of our lungs. Yeah. It'd be epic. Okay. Final question. Ah, shit. <laughs> Who would you root for? Ah, ah. She just had to stab us, didn't she? Um, you go, Kayla. I'm not going to choose because I love all four of them. They've made history. And like we stated several be- times before, fans win. I would be happy for either one. Rather, it's legit boss, a role model, a man, or a woo will be happy. I'd be happy either way. So I can't choose, and I'm not going to choose. So, cat, screw you, woman. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the fans, the fans do win either way with that match. If I had to choose, if I had to choose, I said it earlier. You can't consider me part of the. Sasha crew because I am such a huge fan huge fan of hers and everything so out of those in a fatal four way between those four my money would be on Sasha and I would Jolie pick Becky just because of the fact that she's had to overcome Charlotte every time she's had to overcome Sasha every time and then it could lead up to a feud between her and Bailey because they never really had a feud they had a minor feud in NXT before she got pulled up uh, or before she even like when she when team bay was going on and then becky kind of pulled apart from that and started her own thing so i feel like that would have been able to establish a possible rivalry and grudge match between bailey or bailey and becky finally come everyone finally having okay interconnected pieces so that's my pick yes i love bamboozling you guys Mm. you had no idea this was coming i've had this in my back pocket for a little while now i'm thinking all right let me ask this then but okay, I do have one more question. Because she does have a match, and I really don't want to see her fighting Adam Cole. I mean, Adam Cole. Adam Michael Cole? Cole. I would actually <laughs> like seeing Bailey fight Adam Cole. That'd be actually kind of awesome. But Bailey versus the following three. Victoria, okay. Trish, or Lita. I'm going Victoria because of the fact that I, despite loving Lita, uh, I would rather see Becky versus Lita over Bailey versus Lita. And I would honestly love to see Bailey versus Victoria because Victoria is an amazing, awesome human being who deserves a WrestleMania moment. And, you know, Lita kind of had her moment at WrestleMania when she introduced the tag, the uh, new title in WrestleMania 32. So Mm -hmm. I would like Victoria to finally get her moment. Trish has constantly had moments. I think it's time for Victoria to have a one special moment. If it's her last match within the WWE, that gets her pushed into the Hall of Fame 
then I am 100% for Victoria. Kayla. I'm going Victoria. Don't agree no more. Um, the chemistry that her and Bailey would have in that ring. So definitely Victoria. Kat? Yeah, I kind of say that too because it's not because it's like a lot of people have been a lot of people have been winning like their dream matches with Lita, Becky versus Lita and everything like that. Trish had her dream match with um, we had the dream match with the granted it wasn't it wasn't a mania it was at SummerSlam and everything but it's like we've had Trish and Charlotte in the ring some people want to see Trish and Trish and Sasha as well and everything so out of those and everything it's like yeah Victoria honestly makes the most sense and do we feel that China deserves a solo induction into the WWE Hall of Fame my opinion is 100 yes yeah and it's like that it that's like one article in the back of my mind i have not gotten to write uh to write out yet and everything but it's like women who are not in the hall of fame that should be in the hall of fame and she is one of them cindy fucking lopper <laughs> we have fucking grabby uh, mcpussy pants in there but we don't have cindy fucking lopper wait who trump oh that dude <laughs> yeah that <laughs> i was like oh Okay, Jolie, we're not ending the show with you grumpy. No. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. No, All I just right. I, I feel that China is the one person right now that needs to be put in the Hall of Fame. I think it'll heal some wounds. And there actually is one other person that I would like to see put in the Hall of Fame and deserves to be put in the Hall of Fame, and that is Nancy Benoit, woman. Whether the family will accept it or not, I believe that she deserves that title. Okay. To be a Hall of Fame wrestler and, you know, to maybe give a little honor back to her son with his dad's last name right okay ay 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 what a way to end women's women's history month <laughs> and then we get to dive right in to wrestlemania and takeover Ooh, bring next it, it on. on i feel like God. i feel like that one part in uh emperor's new groove or Cusco and the village dude are like tied up and they're going to going over falls yep a lot of sharp rocks. Yep. Bring it on. <laughs> Basically, it's like next week with the predictions and everything, and then the shows we're going to do after that with all the follow-up and the recaps, the next two weeks are going to be nuts for us. Just dissecting through all that shit. I cannot wait. Of course and then you also, can't wait. You're not the one editing. Love you, Jolie. <laughs> Seriously, love you to death. <laughs> oh and then also as we um as we stated on our twitter page and everything starting april 1st for about the entire month of april one day we every day we will be highlighting a wrestler in the independent circuit yes we've had a few of them on our show some of you you've, you've tweeted us uh with who you want included in the in the uh, countdown and everything it's not going to be necessarily countdown from one to 30 because there's no way to rank it we're just going to be highlighting someone each and every day so if you have someone you want us to highlight tweet at us at qt bow down and like i said we've had some on our show that we'll definitely be including on the list a little biased there but oh well (laughs) but um but yeah it's like and then just some awesome ones that we've seen do their things on twitter and everything All right, well, that's all the time we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us, and tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.